Welcome to Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Sam. On today's episode, we'll be chatting all about private practice season two, episodes 17 and 18. Episode 17, Wait and See, was written by Steve Blackman and directed by Michael Zinberg. It aired on February 19th, 2009. Episode 18, Finishing, was written by, drumroll please, Shonda Rhimes and directed by Donna Deitch. It aired on March 12th, 2009. Enjoy! I love that Shonda did it. I could tell as well. I could too. I could too because I was like, I remember even texting. I was like, this episode's really good. And now it makes sense as to why. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Very well written. Very good um, characters. Absolutely. So we actually have two pieces of listener mail for this episode. One is from Lisa, who wanted to listen to us on CastBox. Okay. So we are now on CastBox, oh, which is nice. very exciting. Wonderful. And our next one is from Julia, who is on Instagram at aprils.bella. They said, hey guys, I just wanted to let you know how much I enjoy listening to your podcast. You're doing such an amazing job. I'm finally caught up and I can't wait for the next episode. Just loving it. Thank you for doing this with the heart. Oh, so, so, so nice. Sweet. Oh, thank you so much to Lisa and Julia. Yeah, yeah. And Julia put us on her um, Instagram podcast. Oh, I, wow. On her Instagram story. That's not it. her Instagram okay. podcast. Cool. Yeah. I'm sure Instagram will move towards that one day, but. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, yeah, that's so sweet. And we thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Yes. All right. Uh, what's your first note for 217? Wow. Wow. Let's flip over and see, shall we? First, are you ready? <laughs> Let's. Are you ready? Am I? Archer is a dog. <laughs> okay. 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 Now, is that D-O-G or D-A-W-G? Oh, it's definitely D-O-G. He, he has yet to earn, like, you know, Snoop Doggy Dog. Well, Snoop Doggy Dog doesn't even spell dog that way. No. Yeah. But, you know, no. He's definitely dog, D-O-G, the O-G spelling of dog. Okay. The O-G dog. <laughs> the O-G dog. All right. All right. I mean, so I do agree with you on that front. I, I do agree. Um, mine is, wow, I could really go for a girl's wine night on the beach right about now. Oh, yes. Yes. Of course. <laughs> I feel like that's probably such like my innate response that I, I didn't even take the time to write that down, but just took it in that like, I know. oh this would be lovely right now. <laughs> I know. I watched this so long ago. Oh. I don't even remember because I watched it before I got sick, right? Okay. Oh, wow. So do you, do you just, do you, you rewatch them even though you've, you've seen them all? Just yes. To like brush yeah, yeah, yeah. up. That's, that's smart. Cause I was like, Sam probably. But I haven't, yeah, I haven't watched it for like two weeks though. Okay. Okay. It's only been a couple days like, for me and I'm still like, let me review these notes. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to do a rundown of our um, patients okay. for the episode. Great. So we have Leanne Thompson, who is pregnant. Yes. We have Baby Thompson, who has 11 beta hydroxylase deficiency. Mm-hmm. We have Beverly, who has stage 2 lymphoma. And then we're going to touch on couples group counseling and Archer and Naomi. Great. 
I said Baby Thompson because I'm not sure if they're keeping with the name Matthew Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. So I'm just going to say Baby Thompson. Baby Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. When the mother, Leanne Thompson, was first on screen, Mm -hmm. at first glance, I truly thought it was Charlotte. Yeah, I thought so, too. There's something about them that that favor each other. She kind Mm -hmm. of... um, and it's it's funny to think of Charlotte as angelic because she's so like fiery, but she she does have kind of like this angelic complexion about her, this smoothness, if you will, that I thought was very uh, similar in the mother. Yeah, and similar highlights as well. I think. yes, there's a shade of blonde. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they have the same hairstyle. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Exactly. And then when Charlotte was in Cooper's office asking to move in. I thought it was the mom. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. You thought it was a little little freaky Friday moment. Yeah, I was very confused. They switched up. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. having like those scenes like kind of back to back. I can understand the confusion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very very confusing. <laughs> Do you have any about Leanne specifically? Um I just thought that she was like very great as, you know, as as actress as you should be, but I think that she did such a great job of just like coming in and being being what a mother would be. Um but what I appreciated is I think that from the get-go she was um I could tell that she was just like more in tune as a mother as like as to like I'm willing to do what's what's best for my child and I'm willing to give this a little bit more time. I felt like I got that from her initially while with her husband I felt like he was mm-hmm. a little bit like let's get this done and one of my notes is actually like you know this is like I really had to like put myself in their shoes and I was like this is something that I don't think should be rushed at all and I felt like from the jump I got from her that she was willing to like sit with it for a little bit longer so, yeah. yeah 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 I I have a lot of notes in my baby Thompson section mm-hmm about like what is this Tudor England where we need to have a male to preserve the line of succession like why is it so important to this husband that it be a son thank you thank you I thought about that too I was just like are we in the dark ages like what is going on like I thought I had that same thought too as well it was just like what happened to the days when like parents were just happy to have a child at all and like You know, I get that everyone like has their preferences, especially if you've um, had so many children of the same gender. And it's just like, we're really trying for a boy. Like, you know, that's one thing. But he was so adamant that I was like, that it was concerning, you know? Mm -hmm. I said, this man obviously just wants a son, no matter what the cost. Let me just call him Henry VIII and let's move on and leave this poor child up to grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Healthy and happy. You're like, am I watching the crown, the Tudors, or what is Truly, truly. Can you imagine calling the baby it today? Or like any gender non-conforming person in it? Absolutely not. Girl, I thought about that too. It was just like, had this episode aired like 10 plus years later, I was like, woo, this episode would be very, they would be getting some letters at ABC about, because, but in the end, that I would also actually think that this would actually be a great episode to air as like, you know, a learning lesson for people mm-hmm. today. Um, because yeah, even it made me uncomfortable referring to it as it. And I understand it's kind of like the default. They genuinely like did not know, you know, what the baby was yet. But even saying the baby feels so much better than like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I had in here like absolutely let the child choose for themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you were you were for the child choosing. Yeah. 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 Did you feel? I I went back and forth about it. I really did. I felt like if if there was an option, an in between option of like giving it time, like to decide. Like I feel like they shouldn't have made the decision. I I agreed with the mother. You know, by the end of the episode mm-hmm, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I felt like you know. Um, give it some time, even like to let the child develop a little bit and even seeing in the early stages. Cause yeah. I can, I guess I can also see like the difficulty in waiting so long, um, you know, from the father's perspective of like, you know, growing up in school and the kids being like, you know, what, what is that? You know, what's going on? I think that by deciding a little bit early on, it could save the child from a lot of that, but I just don't think it was a decision that should have been made like right there after yeah. birth. That's why I felt. <clears throat> But it's mm-hmm. also like, you know, not wanting to put put something upon them that they'll later, you know, feel feel uncomfortable with. It's like it's a it's a huge they brought up a really great question this episode. Yeah. 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 I think private practice does that a lot. I, I think it's especially hard because, first of all, a child growing up with that father is going to have more issues than just this, no matter if they're born the most vanilla way you possibly can be Come born. On now. Yeah, but I mean, a person assigned female at birth can be very into sports and cars and monster trucks and whatever. And a person assigned male at birth can be really into unicorns and makeup and glitter. Mm -hmm. And I mean, your genitalia, I don't think that that should preclude you from liking something. Yeah, absolutely. And now that you say that, that's a really great point. Like, who's to say that, like, (laughs) you know, what I would say to this father, who's to say that, you know, if you do choose uh, for this to be your daughter like who's to say that she won't grow up to and you all have like an incredible relationship where like you said she's into sports and she's into all the things you hoped your son would be and because you know you're so set on having a son you miss out on that opportunity with your daughter you know it's just like there's so many ways for it to play out but I was very happy that we I felt like we got a lot of closure in that moment where Naomi I'm jumping ahead excuse me where where she confronted him at the end of the episode I was like yeah tell him oh I loved that I loved that so much yeah yeah um it's in the middle I said I know Addison is not about to do surgery on this child no I, I I figured I figured she wasn't I was so glad when she made the decision not to because there was so much going on like in the in her in her personal life as well that I was just like I can't see her trying to justify this I'm glad I'm glad like I said too soon too soon of a decision to make yeah and very un-Addison like to do something to some yeah right especially when yeah yeah I feel like I can always you know how they do like the little snippet before they they show the title of the show and anytime it's a scene involving her like I feel like from the jump I can always know like how she feels about the situation before before the episode even plays out because she'll tell her patients like I think you should do xyz and they're like no I want to do this (laughs) and then it shows her facial reaction and it's like she doesn't want to do it she's not gonna do it let her be right good old Addison yeah I I do think that using Archer as a mirror for this baby surgery was a little bit of a stretch but then seeing Addison I mean seeing Naomi at the end at the restaurant I loved it and the way that she was doing those lines it was almost like she was singing the way that she was yelling at him I didn't even. If you go back now, I have to. And you watch it. She is like this. 
much better than I could because she is Audra McDonald. But she is like, how could you do this? I mean, what better technique for like the goat <laughs> of musical theater, right? Like, oh my God, that, that's so funny. And I remember like, and maybe that's why I, you know, I, I already said how much I like, I love that scene so much. Maybe that's why I connected to it because it had like a little bit of a musicality to it without yeah. me even <laughs> realizing it. It absolutely what? does. <laughs> and it's a-, a little bit of Sondheim. <laughs> in the restaurant what she does best <laughs> she was like oh i'm thriving here like this is this is the stage for me it's pretty good. i didn't even notice it in that moment it was like a moment i think in the break room that that felt a little sing-songy to me and um i i have a note about uh, uh the break room scene um and i was just like oh you could and if i want to remember correctly that i'm in the the right episode yes it's this episode i have a note and it's like the tension in the break room could be cut with a plastic knife and there was like a line she had that it felt kind of sing-songy to me and i was like girl you better slip it in always <laughs> it's a musical I'm, I'm ready for the private practice musical episode much like the gray's anatomy musical episode <laughs> Oh Lord, I wish. I wish that would be something. Especially because we. What's hilarious is like, I mean, obviously we had the singers in um, Grey's Anatomy, but you know, we like really have the singers in Private Practice. Like, this is the series yeah. they should have done on this. <laughs> I know, and the funniest thing is that so far, mm-hmm. the last time we see Addison on Grey's is the musical episode. Wow, I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. How interesting. Mm-hmm. We could have picked right back. Could you imagine kicking off the series with a musical episode? America would have been like, what is this? (laughs) Canceled. It would not have lasted. (laughs) Not picked up to series. Not picked up to series. (laughs) That's funny. Although if we had anything to say about it. We would support. We would be tuned in the next week for sure. New network by Sam and (laughs) Melissa. We'll support it. We'll fund it. We'll back it. Please submit your musicals. We have no money, but we'll give you support emotionally. For primetime musicals. Yep, sure (laughs) will. (laughs) 100%. 100%. I have one last note on Baby Thompson. I was confused at the end. The baby is healthy. Okay. And did not have surgery. Right. So why is the baby still in the hospital? Are they just like saying oh maybe the baby will have surgery oh i didn't even i didn't even think keeping it in for pre-op stuff maybe maybe so like running tests and things like that um because and what i meant to to do that i didn't get a chance to i wanted to like look up and see how many cases of these are um you know how often cases like these happen and i I even meant Mm -hmm. to like pick my mom's brain a little bit about it um i mentioned before that she's a pediatrician and and uh, I know that she's mentioned to me before, you know, about, you know, the XY chromosomes and how it's something that could happen. But I never I've never known of a baby actually physically being born with, you know, both of the body parts. I feel like I've seen it on television shows like, yeah, um, you know, like sometimes on the daytime more than in real yeah, life, like Dr. Oz or Dr. Phil will have one like somebody like that. But um, but yeah, that's that's a great question. I don't I don't even think I realized that by the end of the episode, the baby wasn't discharged. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder why they wouldn't just be like, you know, go home, live your life, and when you've made a decision, come back. Just, I agree. Yeah. Are we ready to move on to Beverly? Yes. Lots. 
have you have watched you're into season 17 now correct yes for Grey's. yes i was binging as late as last night not going to tell you guys oh. how late i stayed up <laughs> that's okay you don't judge here that we 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 don't judge our Grey's watching thank you <laughs> beverly is the prosecutor for meredith's trial for her health insurance fraud that's right. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. You're, you're jogging my memory. Yep. Mm-hmm. She also plays Midge's mom on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Another show that I never got into that I've been told is excellent. I really had to like take a moment to be like, wait, Beverly, who was Beverly Chad? But <laughs> She's the one that was just like flirting with people oh my God. Like, outwardly. Oh my God. Yes. 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 Yeah. My only other writing, I mean, my only other note for Beverly is this writing is a lot. Thank you. Okay. First of all, yes. And it's so funny that you say that because I probably took the least notes on um, Mm -hmm. those segments of the episode Mm -hmm. because I was like, really, because I was still trying to decipher what was going on. But something told me, I was just like, okay, like this is a new woman that we haven't been introduced to yet that Pete you know, has been in a relationship with, like, we're aware of all the women. So I was just like, who is this new woman woman popping up? And I figured, I was like, that it was like a little bit of a, like, you know, double entendre thing going on with this patient that he was really treating her. Um, But they, you know, they really, they really tried it with the the writing and trying to, like, get us to think otherwise. But yeah. They really did. Just full of euphemisms. And I was like, I've had enough of this. So many. She played it too. She re- And she was really committing <laughs> to the euphemisms. Yeah, she really was. Yeah, good for her. I was good like, for you, Beverly. Brave, bold actress. I love to see it. <laughs> very, very brave. Yeah. Very brave. Very bold. Yes. Anything else for Beverly? My guess is no. No, no, not really. I, I just, I do appreciate, um, you know, the the recycling of, of actors and um, throughout just like Shondaland in general, I just think it's like really cool. It's like, it just kind of confirms like what we already know to be true is that like when people enjoy working with you, they have you back. And a lot of these characters have, yeah. you know, been bouncing back in between this and Grey's and other like ABC shows too. So pretty cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We love to see people working. Yeah. Couples group counseling. Whew. Child. <laughs> I said, this is- <laughs> guy admitting they don't think, legendary. Right. <laughs> I, I audibly, I think I audibly laughed when he said that, that line. He was just like, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> I was like, why did he drag himself like that? First of all. Second of all, thank you for saying what we all already know. No. <laughs> I know, I know. Thank you. We we were aware, but thank right. you for admitting. That us. was some good comic relief in that in that scene there. I really enjoyed that. That was probably I probably enjoyed like um that storyline the most in the episode, and probably because there was some familiar faces and that scene, um, including <coughs> excuse me, including the actor um who he plays the the drum major, like the lead of the drum line in the movie Drumline with Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah. I was so excited to see him. I was like, oh, my gosh. I love that movie. The guy doesn't look so sure about starting a new life with her when they're in the room with Sheldon and Violet. You picked it up. And she's like, yeah, I want to run away with you. I want to. I'll do it. He's like, "Uh, yeah, totally. You peeped. You peeped that final beat. You got it. You got it. Sam, what I have learned (laughs) is that you got to peep the final beat. In the final uh-huh. frame before they switch to the next scene. Because it'll tell you all you need to know. And as soon as they flip the camera back 
to, back to his close up. I said, nope, he don't want it. He don't want it as bad as she wants it. And yeah, yeah, yeah I'm glad you peeped that too. Cause I was just like, I already know. I mean, I didn't know specifically how it was going to play out, but something told me, oh, like this is just, this isn't that deep for him, you know? Compared to her. Just a little fling in the stairwell. Mm-hmm, sure was. What is this? Okay, Violet is trying to help the husband, but also give him a second to process. If he's done... Oh, oh, okay. This, the husband, when she says the... the not, I want to say the girlfriend, because I don't know if it was even that deep. But the stairwell entendre participant. <laughs> I said, if he's done that quickly, he probably has something to hide, too. And we didn't get into that, but we didn't get into that, but I feel like, you know, that was maybe a deleted scene. All right, so should we move on to Archer and Naomi? Yes, we should. Yeah. What's your first note on Archer and Naomi? Besides Archer is a dog, because mine is similar. Yes, very similar. Archer is a dog. Second note, Naomi deserves better. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Same page, same page. That was my same page, same book, same library. Yeah, same publisher. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of foreshadowing that you know we we touch on more in the next episode. But I did pose the question. I said, "What will the dynamic be when things fall apart with Naomi and Archer while things are going well for Sam and Sonia?" But we discover that the latter of that does not yeah. turn out to be that. <laughs> Yep. Remember in our in our last episode, I was like, "Stay away from your TV, or you're gonna have to go to Best Buy." <laughs> yes, yes, you did. You did. Did, uh, did, did you agree with my assessment? Uh, absolutely. I was fuming the whole entire time, and, and vicariously living through Addison, being like, "You need to tell her," you know, just like, yeah. Oh, it's just like be better. So frustrating, and yeah. yeah again, I don't, I don't want to jump ahead. I didn't know if it was something you were gonna touch on anyway, but um. What's even more frustrating is that, like, Archer is very self-aware. And I was actually, like, you know, it was probably, like, the one split second where I liked his character was when he, you know, was transparent with Addison and being, like, I'm just like our father was, which I thought was, you know, very big of him to do. It's just, like, okay, the first step is acknowledging it. But it's, like, what are we going to do about it now, you know? We can't keep hurting people. So, yeah. Ugh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah, he he's awful. Yeah. Um, all caps. Archer never changes. Will never be a better man. And then like an like another bullet in that bullet is how dare he cheat on Naomi. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad that we're like on the whole caps because I know where all my Archer points are because they're in caps in my question. That scene with Addie and Archer in the office, mm. the power dynamic with the body language yes. is so interesting it's about 10 minutes in if anybody wants to go in and look again mm-hmm. she's standing and he's sitting but he has the power and it's it's fascinating mm-hmm. and there was something too about like the the camera work in that scene mm-hmm. that was like a little shaky that like worked for the that worked for it it was like it was a little chaotic and i was into it that worked for the moment and just like then the shift when um when Charlotte came in and just like how he like put put back on like the good guy charm, I was like, that's scary. And like it was like really well done. He's playing yeah. that part. <laughs> yeah. He he's he he did great, but we still don't like him. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> no. 
and it's the, the la it's the lack of remorse for me. Like I said, like, okay, we can give him brownie points all day for being self-aware. But again, if you don't do anything about it, what good is it? And it's just like, he doesn't even like feel bad for hurting Naomi. No. Is what is, is what's most upsetting to me, I think, as a woman, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then what we see Charlotte go through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I know, I know. Oh, even your faces are great. Right. I'm like, because to me, I'm just like, even Sh Charlotte can do, any woman, really, but like, you know, even Charlotte can do better than that. And it's like, you know, and Charlotte has someone. Yeah, which much is, better. You know, much better. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He, he went up like 10 billion points for me by the end of this episode. So Yes. Yeah. 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 I have one that says, okay, Archer, even if montgomery's look the other way when it's none of their business uh -huh. this is absolutely addison's business oh for sure it's her best friend yeah 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 it's not like it's just like someone who she runs into every once in a while at a yoga class it's her no. best friend and her brother right it's... could it be any more her business that part it's her literal business her job <laughs> the <laughs> way you just went towards the camera <laughs> <laughs> had to lean in for effect. The Zoom acting has really, like, taken effect. Girl, on so many levels, it's her business. And then yeah. I'm thinking, like, even, let's say, like, he was, like, that, that's a whole other situation. Because, like we said, Charlotte's in a relationship. Like, we know where the no-nos are there. But, like, let's say this, like, the, the primary storyline was that, like, it's about him and Charlotte. Even then, I'd be like, okay, Addison, like, you know, you can get in the middle of this if you want to. If you just want to, like, you know be a good person and be like hey I just want to let you know my brother's out here like you know dogging you but <laughs> even then I'd be like okay like it's it's really your choice you can choose to be a little bit more removed from it and be like you know it's not my business it's not like me and Charlotte are besties her and Naomi you know they're BFFs like she can't yeah. just let this one slide that's the worst yeah it really is yeah when they said a good man in a storm did you clock that Ooh. Yeah. Now I'm clocking it. Now okay, okay. I'm now I'm clocking it. Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same terminology they use for Arizona. And Sorry. since I watched this so long ago, for the life of me, I can't remember who it's in my Archer section. So Ooh. maybe Archer is using it about himself, even though I don't Ooh. think he should be saying he is a good man in a storm. Interesting. Back to my Audrey singing in the last song. <laughs> But, yeah, they said good man in a storm. And I was like, come on, Arizona. And it wasn't even – Shonda didn't even write this one. Wow. Yeah. They are connecting dots, jumping across. Mm -hmm. Wow. I wonder – now Arizona and Callie are in New York, and we can only assume that Archer went to New York if they have crossed paths at all. Right. Right. That would make sense. Yeah. And I kind of wonder, now this is not a Grey's Anatomy podcast, yes. and I'm just thinking, this has just crossed my mind for the first time, mm -hmm. but seeing as the relationship that Callie and Mark have, mm -hmm. and for as much as I love Mark, and how much as I don't like Archer at all, they do have similar character traits. They do. And it makes me wonder if Archer and Callie would have a fling if they would know each other, because they're both mm -hmm. in New York, and if... Callie's not with Penny anymore and not with Arizona and she's single and Archer's single as the Archer will always be single mm -hmm. if there would be anything there I mean not that I want to see that 
yeah, it's definitely not something that I want to see, but now that you've brought it up, it's something I I I can could see. envision. I could envision it, especially Archer being who he is. And I feel mm-hmm. like Callie, um d- depending on like where what kind of space she's in mentally, like if she's going through a phase where she's just like, you know, doing her, I could see her like, you know, having a little like a moment in the woods with Archer. A moment you know? in the woods? <laughs> friend of mine who has been using that phrase quite regularly and i think it's such a classy way to just yes with yes. also like a great reference so but. this is our sondheim episode yes it is shout out to sondheim shout out shout out to sondheim <laughs> as audrey was saying. yes she would so my last note for archer is he's just capital out three question marks nope horrid man Yes, I oh, I wanted um, I think I wanted more of a like how we felt with Naomi confronting the the father um, mm-hmm. of the the baby in this episode. I wanted that with Naomi and Archer. I wanted to yeah. see them go at it, and it's just yeah. like all we get is like Naomi receiving the information, and then then we see just like Archer packing his bags and going and just like no i we deserve to see naomi rip into (laughs) i i I am not going to tell you whether we may see it in the future or may not and i am not going to tell you that either way of course you're not even though i just got real excited (laughs) i could just be totally pulling just pulling your what is that pushing your buttons right exactly just like stringing me along here yeah 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 look i hope so if, if we do it's it'll be worth the wait because that oh she deserves that that payoff yeah. my last note for archer is actually in all caps archer and charlotte trash that's mine trash <laughs> and that was like that moment that moment in the woods happened like kind of like mid episode so by the end when he was you know leaving i was like done with him <laughs> yeah 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 I see. I don't want to say poor Charlotte because she is very responsible for her own decisions, but I do feel my heart hurts for how she feels after. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, again, I'm going to stop jumping ahead, but I did think that the episode ended like so beautifully with the moment with, um, yeah, Cooper and Charlotte. I agree. I agree. Um, do you want to move on to miscellaneous notes? Oh, sure. Yeah, I keep calling Sonia CDC girlfriend. <laughs> Just like what I call her. I said, That's if CDC cool. girlfriend and S- Sam are so cute together. Aww. I don't know why I said if. I think I just meant CDC. Yeah. And Sam. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. But also. Yes. Couldn't he have just said that he went to Seattle for Archer's surgery because they're old friends? Like, did he really think he needed to be there for Naomi like even in his heart if he felt he needed to be there for Naomi it obviously is something that is uncomfortable for Sonia exactly I agree and even though she responded like really chill about it it was just like that's why I like you because you still have a good relationship with your ex-wife I can't say that I'm a good enough person that that's something I would say but (laughs) no but um I agree. Like, I don't think that, I don't think that he needed to, like, mention Naomi at all. Like you said, like, just be like, I think at this point, Sonya is aware of how close of a relationship he has with his ex-wife. And he could have just been like, it's, it's a mutual friend of ours. And 
again, not even having to bring Naomi into it. He's a good old good friend of mine. Period. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, it's uh, Addison's brother. So many other connections that. Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting to see how they. They're just innately, I mean, after you're in a whole marriage with someone, you know, still very much uh, intertwined into each other's lives, even when they don't realize it. So, yeah. As we yeah, know, yeah. like the name calling. <laughs> Sam's name. <laughs> Sam Naomi's name. Yeah. Oh, boy. That was, that was another one, too. Very funny. Very funny. Yeah. My only other miscellaneous note is just poor Sheldon. He deserves to know about this child, and they need to work on it together, Violet. And Sh- Sheldon is just such a good man. <sighs> a sweetheart yeah Yeah. and so patient with her yeah you know yeah just in which to me it's like you know I mean we know Pete has his um issues but you know Sheldon is just you know the complete polar opposite you know um he's willing to like ride it out I feel while Pete is just kind of ready to be like (laughs) yeah Pete is like tell me now or tell me never and Sheldon's like we can work through this right I can wait but tell me exactly <laughs> and i feel like pete cares in his own way but he more is just like okay violet like come on like you know let's let's get to it well yeah sheldon is a little bit more his approach is much more laid back yeah 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 do you have any more miscellaneous notes or anything for 217 yeah i have a it feel, I, this is what I said. I said it feels very childish when naomi refers to archer as her boyfriend lover and beau probably because yeah. he's doing her so dirty yeah <laughs> like, maybe if he was like doing right by her I, it wouldn't bother me so much but her being in the operating room trying to like figure out what to refer to him it's like how about refer to him as nothing because that's what he's treating you like yeah i feel like maybe it's just a thing with our generation but i feel like labels are so yucky yeah it's i'll say like oh this is pete mm-hmm. like if if i say like oh pete and i are going to the movies tonight if uh-huh. i'm talking to friends or like if i'm at a work function and they're meeting pete i say like oh this is pete mm-hmm. You don't have to say, like, this is my friend Pete. This is my boyfriend Pete. But yeah, it's almost as if um, we're we're so quick to, like, you know, associate people with, like, other things. And maybe that's to make it easier for other people when we mm-hmm. introduce Absolutely. someone to them. But I feel that, like, again, like, as a generation, we're so quick to give people um, labels and titles prematurely without, yeah. like, you know, like, you know, let me see how you're treating me first before you, like, get the privileged title of my boyfriend lover Bo. before i'm just out here being like this is my boyfriend guys and meanwhile he's over here like i'm seeing five other women (laughs) truly truly (laughs) and it's just like that's how people get played and you know more importantly hurt so that's why i like you know feel like you gotta be careful with labels nowadays i agree make sure you're on the same page (laughs) as the other person before you publicly claim them yeah i know i agree i absolutely agree yeah Shall we move on to 218? Yes, we shall. What a good All right. episode. A patient rundown is we're going to do our first notes per usual. And then Annie Bishop has a cardiac tumor. Mm-hmm. Jill Avery has a rotator cuff tear, blunt trauma, and panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And Morgan Gelman has pregnancy, cramping, and placenta previa. It's always so weird when you say, like, she has pregnancy. <laughs> I feel like you're like, she is pregnant. But that's how they write it in the on the Gray's wiki. Yeah, right. It's almost as if they 
it's it's an ailment like they list it off as another illness but it's like she has a pregnancy (laughs) it's funny (laughs) she has pregnancy that that, that pregnancy watch out for it (laughs) truly truly what's your first note i feel like this is probably like not one of the immediate things but i say um the moot moment between cooper and violet like really cracked me up and um i think it's because i feel like just within recent years i too learned the that term i had never heard that word before until it popped up in a script um (laughs) i was doing for a show called the octoroon and my character like used it so casually and I was just like what does this word mean so I had to like look it up so I really enjoyed like I really enjoyed that they took their time playing out like that comedic beat of like is it mute or moot because people don't use that word regularly yeah yeah that's actually one of my miscellaneous notes do you say do you say moot or mute like what do you what would you like I know that people don't say it but like if you were to say it like today at dinner what would Mm -hmm. you say moot or mute I think I would say the moot if I because they have two different definitions so like yes. it, it would be depending on like what I was like referring to I, I agree yeah, yeah I I also I don't think I've ever said it out loud but I think I would say moot yeah I would say moot if I meant like moot like it's like null and void I would yeah. say moot but if I was referring to a sound I would say like mute like, like yeah like you're on mute yeah yeah you're muted not you I can hear you now right thank god <laughs> Phew. We know we have our technicality issues, and by we, I mean me, guys. Let's clarify. And no, no, no. It's it's a headphone issue. Yes, always. It's not you. It's a headphone issue. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. My first note mm-hmm. is not this guy. Ugh. Because I, I recognize this uh, surgeon guy. I can't remember his name. Did you? Yeah, Mr. Gelman or Dr. Yeah. Gelman. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, I I recognized him, and I was not here for his first appearance. Uh, mm. Funny scrub cap though; it has palm trees and a ukulele. Yes, good good scrub cap, but yeah. uh, not here for him. No, no, and it's so funny. Before the big reveal, which we you know we later learn in the episode, I I too like picked up vibes on him, and I'm trying to remember why it was. It was that weird moment where he like didn't recognize Addison, and I'm just like okay like you know I can give you a little grace especially as we are slowly but surely coming out of this this era of like wearing masks where our faces were covered for the whole year but I'm oh just like, in the hallway in the hallway yeah like come on yeah. my dude like you really didn't recognize this woman who you've been like kikiing with in like for months know, apparently right in the little pre-wash you know hand wash room like come on now like but when he did recognize her he like to- totally like you know turned turned back on and I was like oh my yeah no not at all that moment when they're like holding hands in a lounge and she says her name and he pulls away mm-hmm. i felt like i needed to go take a shower Ugh. i know i felt so gross sleazy yeah i don't like him again addison deserves better naomi deserves better they all deserve better except archer archer deserves worse right <laughs> he's the exception right yeah 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 um <laughs> in the next scene Sheldon when it's Sheldon and Pete and mm-hmm. Violet mm-hmm. and Pete says something and he leaves uh-huh. Sheldon says I have no defining exit so and then he just goes <laughs> it made me laugh it made me laugh too it was one of those moments that I was like I think I might have been up doing something and I paused and I was like did that scene really just end <laughs> yeah that was funny <laughs> it was really funny it was a nice little highlight to Sheldon's um, comedy <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I did you see Waitress? I did. I love that show. Yeah, Sheldon kind of reminds me of um Oki. Oh, okay. In the way that we don't and I know we're only in season 2. Sure. But we don't see for those of you who might not be as familiar Bach. Yes, he also plays Bach. Yes. But um Oki is played by Chris Fitzgerald and he is the love interest of Dawn in so Waitress good. and he doesn't show up until act 2. He doesn't show up until far I think it's act 2. Until far into the show anyway. And I I just think that like Oki's a good guy. Sheldon's a good guy. They could, you know, same. They could, like, be in the same, not in the same book of, like, novel, but Melissa mm-hmm. knows what I mean when I say book. Like, they yeah. could sing from the same audition book. Yeah, same type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same type. Yeah, now that you say that, yeah. He's like, a, Sheldon is probably, like, a little bit, you know, the, what, what he is. He's the, the TV version that's a little bit, like, more uh, subtle than, than Oki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like the heartwarming love interest. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's Kevin on Criminal Minds. Did you ever watch Criminal Minds? I've, I've watched episodes, but I don't know the characters by name. Yeah, no, straight through. It's the one that um, dates Penelope for a while. He's okay. played by the same guy who plays Xander on Buffy. Gotcha. Um, and someone he actually, and people who have seen Private Practice before, especially our listeners of the podcast, Jade and Sarah, who I talk to about Buffy all the time, who are my friends. Um, You will meet him in a few seasons. Mm -hmm. He is on this show as well, but I won't tell you when or where, and don't look it up. Can't wait to meet him. It's like the same kind of character. I think his name is Kevin on Criminal Minds. Oh, really? Okay. Penelope's, um, like, um, IT boyfriend. Oh, cute. Oh, techie. Yeah. (laughs) The shot where we see Naomi's reflection in the same frame as the fighting couples when she's like kind of eavesdropping is so cool. Yeah, did it? It's so funny. I don't know those of you who have seen In the Heights yet, but even just as you said it, I didn't realize it when I watched it because I don't think I have watched the movie yet to like put two and two together. But that shot of Anthony uh, Ramos when the everyone is dancing in the street in the opening yeah. number of In the Heights. Do you remember that 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 shot when he's yeah, in the reflection? Yeah, of course. It's dancing? my favorite musical. Now Wait, you she's... you haven't seen the whole movie yet? I have, but I'm saying when I watched this episode, I don't think I have oh, seen it gotcha. yet to like connect that like, ooh, these like reflective moments, like you know, pretty dope. Got you. Yeah, I love those um those like reflection shots. That's yeah. really cool. I feel like they. I mean, I don't know. I would have to ask like a cinematographer friend like how hard those are to pull off, but I love that being able to see like two moments at once but like in a realistic way yeah I feel like see not seeing the mic and the camera would be the hardest part yeah that yeah so true yeah Yeah. do you have any other first notes um uh, no because I feel like my my next note was not Naomi suggesting a place she and Sam used to frequent and I feel like that's like yeah that was towards the beginning I feel like that was like a couple scenes into the episode so yeah 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 I don't have I didn't write a lot down about Naomi being their travel agent but I agree yeah I couldn't put my finger on it immediately but I knew she was it was some kind of like coping mechanism to what she had just gone through with Archer um yeah and obviously we saw that like Dell and Addison picked up on that so yeah yeah 
shall we move on to Annie Bishop? Yes, let's. Did you recognize her? From, like, a personal life, not from, like, TV. No, and I feel like once you say how I would, I would want to be like, ah. So she she's an ABT grad, but she's also a Broadway dancer. It's Lyrica Woodruff. She was in Anastasia. I didn't recognize her immediately, but I was like, I know that face. And I thought it maybe was from another child show, but I looked yeah. her up and I was like, oh. And this is the young girl, if I'm being correct. Yeah. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah. Look- Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, I only I only knew one person in Anastasia who um, that that's coming to my memory right now. That I know that it's like you know a mutual friend of ours, Zach. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, no, I had no idea. I didn't know that she mm-hmm. was a Broadway baby. How cool she was! I, she was wonderful. I like she she played this role so well. So like, well. Yeah, just the. the believing that she was like sick and actually going through it but also like the maturity to be like look I know what's going on here and I'd rather be at the beach (laughs) like yes she played that the you know the balance of that so well I thought yeah yeah 12 year olds are a lot wiser than adults think they are yeah that always amazes me especially on these um uh medical shows that like the the adults don't give their children enough credit like as far as like when they're trying to protect them and stuff it's like they're fully aware of what's going on with their own body but also just like even in the the conversations with the other adults like they know what's up yeah yeah I do um in the before times when we left our houses (laughs) I I taught at an after school program in Brooklyn and um like k to five and the kids are so just like bright and just so worldly and I don't even think that's because they're in Brooklyn I don't think it is just New York kids Uh because I have cousins in like Pennsylvania and Ohio and California and all all over who um like North Carolina and all of them are just so kids are so much brighter than we give them credit for wow I believe that I really do yeah I think adults if they're not around kids like Mm -hmm. Maybe even if they have their own kids, but they're not around kids in like a multi-kid setting, like a yeah. camp or a school or a program. Yes. I think that they forget that, you know, you don't just go from being potty trained to going to college. There's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And that they're more in tune to the world than we might realize. And sometimes, you know, even more so than we are, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, I, I feel like I learned about that. Like you said, I think if you're surrounded by kids on a regular basis, I had uh, some, um, some summer camp <laughs> days of being a, a summer camp instructor and, you know, being with kids on a daily, you, you definitely get to see that like even, even younger than 12 sometimes. Yeah. Blowing me away. So yeah. For sure. yeah. She, she was seven a, or eight absolutely the exact age i was thinking actually yeah yeah it's wild that they can force her to have the surgery yeah yeah and especially because it's like it's not like she's seven or eight like 12 i understand it's not 18 it's not like a a consenting age but like legal we've already established she's a pretty mature 12 and yeah i wish that they you know would have listened to her a little bit more. Like I know that Cooper was like trying to be her advocate, but yeah. yeah. And her parents. Yeah. So if her parents who know her since mm-hmm. she was born and mm-hmm. her 
pediatrician who sees her at least on a yearly basis and with a condition like this more than a yearly mm-hmm. are agreeing with her on this topic, then why is, does a surgeon that she's met once or twice get to pull in a lawyer? I mean, Isn't a lawyer get to pull in a judge. Yeah. Isn't that enough? Like, yeah, that's another question I need to write down for my mom. <laughs> is this, is this yeah. realistic as far as, you know, the logistics of it all, yeah. I wonder if that was, like, something that they kind of, like, pulled on reality for a dramatic effect or, like, because, yeah, how does that really override someone who knows you and knows your case the best? Yeah, I'm sure it happens, but maybe more in, like, a foster care situation or yeah. child services. Sure. Um We should have a segment with your mom if she wants. Oh, my gosh. She would she love should, that. That would she, be so fun. Yeah, she should make, like, a voice note. Yeah. Or something, and we can just insert it yeah, whenever. Yeah, that would be really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to do that with her. Because I, uh, the, the truth is, is that when I'm watching these shows, both private practice and Grace, you know, I'm usually watching it with her. So there's yes. commentary already. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, when Cooper is talking to Annie, and he mm-hmm. says, one of the guys in the office surfs. What a great callback to Dell in the pilot. Oh, yeah. That's, I didn't even think about that. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I had ever caught that before. I think yeah. I just, you know, breezed by it. But I caught it this time. And I think that's a great little callback. Yeah. Because I honestly, to be honest, I forgot that Dell was a surfer. I mean, even though he gives, like, surfer boy vibes, especially in yeah. the first season when he had his little, like, bowl cut. But, um. Yeah, for as long as I live, I'll never forget that moment in the first episode where it's Addison and Violet and the old Naomi where they're sitting in the lobby waiting for him to come. And they're like, what's Addison's like, what's going on? He comes in and it's like the, the wind machine and it's like, yeah. da, 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 da. <laughs> He's such a cutie pie. I went down yeah. a little rabbit hole of like Googling him the other day. Yeah. yeah. He's so cute. He He's is. so cute. Do you have anything else for Annie Bishop? Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot for Annie because I, I, it's a shame, but I feel like I lean so heavily into the comedic, the comedic or like, you know, the crazy moments that, and, and her performance was so truthful and grounded that I was like, I was honestly so connected that I, I yeah, no time to take notes when you're so enthralled with the performance. Yeah, like I didn't, yeah, but I thought that like it was, I thought that it was excellent. I really felt for her when they did bring, especially because it was like, you know, the, the sleazy doctor that we don't like that they are teasing us as addison's you know potential love interest you know i was i was really upset for her because she was like she was ready to be on the beach you know but we, you know as we know that you know it, it works out but. it does <laughs> yeah. it does my last note and i don't even i mean i guess it's in this section because mm-hmm. he's her doctor but mm-hmm. for as much as doctors talk in the office you'd think it would have come up that this is the doctor that Addison's flirting with. Not even the fact that he is the white, the husband of the pregnant woman, uh-huh. but just the fact that like Addison is flirting with Cooper's arch nemesis from this episode. Yeah. But yeah. then again, they don't even know each other's names yet. That's true. That's true. And it's funny because when you mentioned it, and I was like looking things up earlier, I think his name is Noah. Whatever his last name is, it like wasn't the same last name as gelman as morgan gelman as mer as a meredith's patient as addison's patient <laughs> See, look at me this is what happens when you watch the two different series at the same time i got you morgan let me gelman. look it up while we're yeah. here because i think i want to say noah barnes 
And so I'm That like, sounds right. That could have set Addison off to being like, oh, like his name, his last name isn't Gelman, because we know there would have been, she would have been like, Gelman? Like, you know, there would have been a moment where she would have realized, but if they have two different last names. Noah Barnes, yeah. And see, I don't even have like a pet name for him, like Gilmore Dad or CDC Girlfriend, because I dislike him so much. Same. I can't even like pinpoint like what to call him. And I'm trying to like, he, I feel like I've seen him play a sleazy role before, and I can't. Yeah. Wait. Is he? Is he um, Annalise Keatings? Is he? Yeah. He's Sam. <laughs> I love typecasting. Wow, yep. that's who he yep. is. Yeah, just just like what, just like ten years younger. Because I was just like, why yep. can't I place him? But he looks familiar, and I'm picking like this demeanor and energy is so familiar. Yeah, he's Sam, all right. Uh huh. Yeah, like no. Sam I, I had to look it up also, but yeah. Wow, Sam, thank you, thank you for connecting those dots for me because I was just like, I've seen him do this role before, and that's wild. Wow. That's what I'm here for. Also, how many Sams are in Shondaland? <laughs> Good question. Now that you say that, she must like the name. Yeah, we could take one more, though, as an actor, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Do you have anything else on Annie Bishop? No, I don't. I'm okay. glad she got her beach day. <laughs> Me too. I know her little, her little like, um, surfer top. Yes, yeah, so cute. She's so around cute. with her friends. Jill Avery. Our rotator cuff, blunt trauma, and panic attacks. Oh, Jill. I literally have in all caps, Jill. Don't ask me with the exclamation point. Don't ask me what moment that was. Though I do think that it was the moment where she came into the office and didn't recognize Pete. I think it was that moment. Oh, God. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. When she's in Violet's room, Mm -hmm. and so all this to say, because I've said so much, all this to say. <laughs> when a therapist says, close your eyes, I feel like the therapist should not also close their eyes. Did Violet right? close her eyes? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the therapist should, like, keep their eyes. I feel like, you know, it, it, not all therapy is, like, a um, like a supervisor situation. Yeah. And supervisor is the wrong word, but – she just needs a little extra guidance. Sure. And I, f- I feel like just for, for safety, not that she would, you know, do anything, but mm-hmm. just for for her own, for Jill's safety, just especially with the head trauma and concussions, you don't know where your center of gravity is. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just feel like Violet shouldn't close her eyes. I agree. I totally agree. Violet said, this is a two-for-one special. You're getting help. Yeah. I'm helping Nap time too. for me, too. I'm going to visualize as well. I did not even realize that she closed her eyes. That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I did say that Jill um, reminds me of Michelle Trachtenberg. Don't know why. Something's going on in the face. Maybe the acting choices that I was just the aura that I had to like be like this isn't her right. And you know, you know, it obviously is not. But yeah, I was just yeah, maybe that's what it is. The 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 aura. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see see Michelle Trachtenberg playing that role, but. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what this is referring to, but I say crossing lines here on the co-op info in HIPAA again. Mm. Maybe it's when they were talking to Sheldon in the lobby. Okay. Okay, maybe so. Yeah. It, just, it, it does get kind of muddy when they kind of like 
bring in someone else for like you know what we know as a consult yeah from grace (laughs) yeah yeah um and the it's so funny to see them in a courtroom on this show i've been watching a lot of svu yeah from the beginning oh that's right you were telling me yeah and it's just real funny to see them in a courtroom on this show yeah i i picked that up too and because it was it was a pretty uh sparse courtroom yeah wasn't it like there wasn't like a lot of people in there um i i did enjoy the um the moment when you know violet was talking to jill through kind of like talking her down and through um like reminding her why she's here and like you know and um kind of going back between her um assaulter and like kind of showing like as she was saying it it was just like it was like can he hear her saying these things can he not i I loved the direction that it was almost as if he he was given like you know act like you can hear what she's saying about you even though like she wasn't on the stand yet she was just like supposed to be talking to violet and pete privately i enjoyed that do you think that's a featured extra role or do you think that's a cast role for the assaulter yeah he didn't have a name he didn't have any lines he just was in the lineup and then yeah i wonder if that would be the equivalent to um like a co-star i don't know Maybe. i don't know how that but then he like you said he didn't have any lines so no like, no spoken i wonder what yeah what that contract looks like i don't know dear listeners if one of you happens to be the assaulter from said episode please let us know right we are we curious to know what your process was yeah we'd like to know the business side of this thank you very much professionally process, yeah of yeah. course professionally do you have anything else for jill avery no i don't actually the only thing i have for morgan gelman only mm-hmm. because um you know i don't want to say too much is mm-hmm. the mom's chemistry with addison is so cute yeah, absolutely. I, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed their banter um, a lot. Like, I enjoyed their funny moments, you know, when she was like, you know, don't have sex, you know, while we figure this out. And Addison was like, if it makes you feel better, I'm not either. And I loved that. I loved then, that. Yeah, they had like a lot of, they had a lot of good moments to the, to the point that, you know, <laughs> my radar always up. That I was just like, okay, like, you know, this is like a cute, like, doctor patient surface relationship that I was like there's something deeper here and of course yep. like it was so worth the big bomb at the end that we mm-hmm. realized what was so deep and and what I loved about it is that I didn't anticipate it until literally the moment that it happened and I was just like ah! like when the camera took a while to pan to who was walking through I was like Ooh, yes yeah I watched this episode with my mom as well and every time Noah Barnes came on screen I was like grunting (laughs) grunting or something my mom was like what and of course first thing she said is like oh do you know him (laughs) she always and I'm like no 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 I'm sure that the actor's a very nice a very nice man (laughs) I was like I did not know him right I was like you don't remember and she was like no because she's seen it maybe like one and a half times the series I was like you really don't remember and she was like no should I I was like I don't know Mm mm-hmm and she was like, I have to I have to run errands. Should I stay and watch it? And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. And when, again, that slow pan, she was like, oh, boy. See now. See now. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and then my first thought was just like, well, how, how did she not know? But then I'm realizing that she, all of her encounters with him were at the hospital. 
Yeah. And she's been dealing with this patient at the practice. So I was just yeah. like, they, they covered their bases. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even if the father's name was on the paperwork, she didn't know his name. You're so right. They never told each other, except for you said on the couch, right? On the couch, when it would be plausible that the baby's father would know the name of the OB. And he didn't even really know she was an OB. He, she just said, I work on babies sometimes. So, so he knew longer. And I think he explains this when they meet up, when they link up at the bar at the end. So he knew before she knew. Yes. Gotcha. Which makes it even more fucking I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, dog, dog, dog. I know. They hit us with a double dog episode with Archer yeah. and Noah. But such great names. Great names. One is biblical. The other is, I don't know. I don't know where Archer is derived from. I don't know. Maybe Greek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or Scottish, maybe. Scottish. I'm just thinking Scottish because of brave. Okay, yeah. Archery I, and brave. Same. I thought of archery, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else for Morgan Gelman or any of our other um, patients before we move on to miscellaneous? No, no, all the other, my other notes were, um, regarding the doctors, I have some notes on Cooper yeah. and Charlotte, just because they had a great moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? Oh, sure, sure. Well, one of my miscellaneous <laughs> notes was, will Dell and Naomi really be a thing? And I think this is when, um, Dell was, like, having a come-to-Jesus moment with Naomi about, like, you're being their travel advisor because you know you, you have yet to deal with what you just went through with Archer um and so I don't know I think there's a slight part of me that like that like has hope for them even though I don't know if it's something that's like ever gonna happen in reality like part of me just wants like Naomi to give into that for a little bit just because I feel like she deserves to be treated well and though even though he's like really young and they look at him like kind of like oh Dell. I think that Dell wise beyond his years. Yes, it would like surprise her. So, yes. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I'm just gonna say okay. Yeah, okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> full stop. <laughs> yeah. Similarly, it's in the same scene. Have we just moved past Archer now? Like he isn't mentioned once in this episode. You'd think Naomi would be like a little bit heartbroken. I feel like they harp on other things a lot more, and same. they would have or maybe i would have expected them to at least mention it yeah right yeah that's what i'm saying i think it was strange to me that they didn't kind of like tie it up with the pretty bow which is why when you kind of like dropped a little nudge earlier i was just like let me hold on and wait for him to pop back up so naomi can have her her moment with him to tell him off because yeah it was i felt definitely like some tension between like you know not not being able to see Naomi tell him off and then also not being able to see her like breathe it properly was just really like, yeah. so are we just going to act like this didn't happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It, it also, what you said is also, have we just dropped the whole Dell loving Naomi thing? It wasn't that long ago and we never mention it anymore. Yeah. That was strange to me too. And I thought that it, even in him telling her that like, you know, you haven't dealt with what happened with Archer yet. It wasn't coming from a place of him being like, but I'm here to be the man you need. You know, he was just genuinely telling her just like as a, as a friend, as a bystander. Um, but, you know, I wish he would have like slid that in there. But yeah, it's like, did we, did we give up on that? Yeah, it just like, I feel like when 
what was Violet's fiance's name? Alan. Mm-hmm. We, yes, another sleaze ball, another dog. <laughs> As I hold my dog. As you hold a, that is not a sleaze ball and not, not a, a dog in a negative ball. territory. <laughs> a snooze ball. She yes. was sleeping at my feet this whole time. Oh. And then gosh. she went to walk away, and I was like, I will hold you for a little oh, bit. Oh, she got a good little nap. Oh, yeah, she got good. She's such a good baby. Anyway, back to, yeah, with Alan, Violet's fiance, we harped on that for almost, for an entire season. Yeah. And now Archer's gone. Yeah, we only met him, what, once? Violet's, um. Alan, we saw him in the grocery store. Uh Uh-huh. And then he came with Cammie for her fertility appointment. Okay. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, so we did. We got... But we, we met Archer many more times than that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I also mentioned last week on mm-hmm. our Melissa's Musings episode that we have been talking a lot about how incredible the hair and makeup is on this show. It really and is. And Sergio Lopez Rivera is the department head makeup artist of Private Practice and How to Get Away with Murder. And he just won an Oscar for Ma Rainey. So we we touched a lot more on that yes. before. But in case anyone only listens to the recap episodes, I just wanted to give him his due here as well. Yes. Well, shout out to Sergio. Yeah. Yes. I love, yeah. I love the, the styling and everything on the show. There was something, there was an outfit, I can't remember, I should have notated it, that Violet wore on a recent episode that I was like super into. It gave me like thrift vintage vibes of today. Always. That she was proudly rocking. Always that boho chic for her. Yes, very much so. Very California. <laughs> yeah. I only have one more miscellaneous note. Do you okay. have a lot? Uh, no. Like I said, it's just, yeah, Cooper and Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think Violet is being really selfish about her pregnancy. And, like, yes, the baby is growing inside of her body, and that's giant. That's, like, a giant thing to be going through. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like she is being offered support from two possible fathers of the baby. Yeah. And she didn't get into this situation herself, and she's not forced to go through it herself. Mm-hmm. And Pete says, you're alone here, and you don't have to be. Mm. But also, Pete was singing a very different tune last week, so I kind of understand her hesitancy. Sure. Sure. But even if you're just going to go through with, with Sheldon... I agree. And like you said, like, and then Pete said it clear as day, like, she doesn't have to be. Like, what a rare um, situation where, like, we know so many situations or hear about so many situations where mothers are on their own and they don't, they don't have the support from one man, you know, from anyone at all. Like, you know, and so it's like she's, she has two gifts here being presented to her and she's like, no, I can, you know, handle it. Which isn't sustainable, you know, in the long no. run, especially, like, when she, when she has the baby, you know? Yeah. And I get not wanting to have an amnio, because that's kind of, that's, like, difficult. Sure. And, you know, a lot. But, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I want her to open up. Me too. All right. So, do you want to go through your Cooper and Charlotte stuff? Sure. I keep acting like it's a lot, but it's just, like, one note that, you know, I felt, like, <laughs> held a lot of weight. <laughs> It was um, when Cooper told Charlotte another great quote. He said, you need to forgive yourself. And I was just like, "Ah!" Mm -hmm. because she sure did try to like twirl in there and be like, I, you know, well, this was at the um, 
See, now I hope I'm not mixing up episodes. Was it at the end of episode 17 where she twirled it and told Cooper that she had slept with Archer? It might be, but we can just put it in here. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. I can't remember either because I can't remember if that's when she told him. And I think well, I think there's two different moments. Yes, there, there are. She told Cooper. Um, she told Cooper at the end of 17. And that's when Cooper was like, nope, you're not getting rid of me that easily. And my, my note for that, I'm sorry, I'm jumping back because I forgot to mention it. I said, finally, no, a de- finally a depiction of what conflict resolution and relationships should look like. Conversation and confession, acceptance, grieving, forgiveness, and not just walking away and copping out. Um, and then in this episode when, you know, I love that, like, they didn't just kind of, like, okay, close that off and let it go by, that they still showed that, like, Charlotte hadn't forgiven herself, and she was still beating herself up, and for her to admit that she was <laughs> mad at Cooper for loving her, and him being, like, you know, you need to forgive yourself, and it's just, like, it's such, like, a, a general thing, but, like, you know, I'm big on faith, and I was just, like, it's such a, like, a huge thing that, like, you know, even after, you know, you you've done something, you know, wrong or, or hurtful or something, you can still harp on it for so long when it's just like, you know, you're already, you're already forgiven, you know, keep, keep it moving. But um, yeah. yeah, it was just like a really, a really beautiful moment that I yeah. loved for them. Yeah. They're, they're great. They're really great together and they're going through some real rough patches here. Yeah. They are. Yeah. My very last one was, just the moment with Addison and Noah at the end. I was like, I love a theme. I love that they brought like their finishing and starting moment into a full circle. And she was like, finishing moment. Yeah. Grand exit with her BFF. Love that. Sheldon would be jealous of that exit line. <laughs> that moment is what Sheldon has longed for. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's so funny. Yeah, I hope they yeah. they need to write write Sheldon a good exit line for a scene. Just just give it to him. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so uh, I don't have anything. So uh... yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like so uh, great. Thank you. So yeah, bye bye. Yeah, so Sam, what's your style? Okay, so Beverly's shirt at the end of episode seventeen. It's this like black and beige striped slash floral shirt really um took the took the medal for me this episode but annie's mom's blue empire waist dress and that truly statement necklace at her birthday party on the beach takes second place and deserves an honorable mention wow what an eye the shirt i remember beverly shirt i do remember standing out because it was just like okay i don't know who this woman is in this strange energy that she is coming yeah. in with but i do remember like peeping the shirt and being like i like that but the necklace Bever- um not beverly um annie's mom's necklace i didn't i didn't peep so it it was like maybe could be violent if it got too windy it was big right yeah it yeah. was like giant beads i think i'm recalling yeah, I could see Annie's mom being like an art teacher at an elementary school. It was giving me those vibes. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like I yeah. make I make my own jewelry. Yeah, or like my uh like I bought it at an arts fair or mm-hmm. from like a Supporting, artist in residence. Supporting yeah. Supporting local business, small business. Absolutely, as we all should. As we all should, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Melissa, who's your guest star spotlight? Well, should I do them for um for episode seventeen or or which which one? 
to... You did one for each of them? I did. Was I only supposed to do one? And we'll... Yeah, but you can do both. We'll we can just hear... Oh. We can hear both. Let's hear okay. both. Sure, okay. Yeah, um, of course, I'm sure. Full transparency for those who remember the mishap of last week and me thinking that we were covering episode 16. <laughs> I had done, like, full research on... I, referring to her as Megan Hunt from um, Grey's Anatomy. But Abigail Ad, Spencer. Abigail yeah. Spencer is her real name and because I just like, you know, enjoy her so much. And then literally as we started, Sam, I was just like, that was episode 16. So I had to hurry up and look up the information for Mr. Leonard Roberts, who played Ryan in episode 17 of Private Practice. Um, the, the one that I said I had spotted from Drumline, which is what I know and love him from. But uh, Leonard Roberts, he played Ryan, um, and he was born on November 17th, 1972 in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, and again, he's known from Drumline, American Sniper with Bradley Cooper, and um, Heroes and Savages are some of his other credits. Um, but some fun facts about Leonard is that he graduated from DePaul University he went to their theater school. He graduated in 1995, so I was about uh, two years old <laughs> when, he, when he was getting his, his BFA in acting. <laughs> and um, he gained nearly 20 pounds to play Joe Lewis in Joe and Max in 2002. And I have not wow. seen that film, but what an incredible thing to do for a role. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. I'm trying to lose 20 pounds. Shoot. Truly. Yeah, that's a good fun fact there. Yeah. Dedication. Um, but that was my my guest star spotlight for episode 17. And for episode 18, um, I chose Miss Amanda Detmer. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. Um, but she played Morgan Gelman in episode 18, the one that we we loved. Um and was a part of that big reveal with Mr. Noah Barnes. Um, but she was born September 27th, 1971 in Chico, California, which I have never heard of. Um, but uh, when I was watching the episode, I was like, she looks so familiar. So I couldn't wait to like look up and see where I had known her from. And another a favorite film of mine from the early 2000s, Big Fat Liar. Um, we know her from that. She was also... On Two and a Half Men, Law and Order, CSI Miami, and I feel like a lot of people would probably be most familiar with her from Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. 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 So she's a familiar face, and she was actually like kind of like a giving us like a brunette, a reddish brunette in this episode, but I know her more in like blonde roles where, yeah, she's, she's a blondie in most of the roles I know her from. Yeah, I looked her up as well. Uh-huh. Because I was like, I know you from somewhere. Yeah. But Big Fat Liar, it's a classic. Yeah, love that movie. Mm-hmm. But some fun facts about her. She received her MFA from NYU Tisch. And uh, she was ranked number 17 in Scruff's 101 Sexiest Women in 2001. Wow. Right. Quite an accomplishment. 17 is yeah. up there. I'll take it is, 17. It really is. I'll take being on the list at all, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, lastly, she's the younger sister of Matthew Detmer, who's an actor um, on Law and Order. Um, And I looked him up and I couldn't find too much on him. And by too much, like, I couldn't even find, like, a picture. Wow. All right. Our trivia for season two, episode 17, Wait and See. 
is that this episode scored 11.16 million viewers. Wow. That's a, a lot. lot. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there was like a Big Grey's episode before it. Oh, okay. Or maybe because it's the first episode since the crossover, there were some residual like, oh, I wonder if it's going to continue. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, I bet you they had like, you know, a really good, um, I'm trying to think of a word. Preview. Yeah. Like re- residual effects from that crossover. Cause it was yeah. really good. Season two, episode 18, the finishing has some interesting ones. It scored 8.8 million viewers, which is less, but still great. Yeah. While Mr. Bishop is speaking to both doctors about treatment options for his daughter, he addresses Cooper as Dr. Cooper, not Dr. Friedman. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like that's not so out of line for a pediatrician, though. No, especially when they, like, yeah, when they introduce with their first name. Yeah. Maybe he might have. Maybe that's how Cooper might have introduced himself. Mm-hmm. Especially with dealing with, um, you know, with the child, with Annie, because Annie calls him, what does Annie call him in the episode? Dr. Cooper? She doesn't call him Dr. Maybe. Friedman. Maybe he told Maybe him just him. Cooper. I feel like the kids call him just Cooper sometimes. Yeah. So maybe that's why. I don't recall. Yeah, I'm not sure. Interesting. The title of this episode is a reference to the conversation Addison has with Noah Barnes, each time they meet in a scrub room in which one asks the other, starting or finishing. Love it. And it's the finishing. Love that so much. Melissa, what are your musings? Oh, my musings on this episode, on the first episode. Um, I just feel like the uh, there's a lot of lessons learned. That's what I had written down. And uh, I think my mom kind of inspired this because when we were watching Grey's Anatomy, we were watching, um, it was actually the episode where we do like the flashbacks, the really tricky episodes with Teddy. And oh, yeah. oh, we boy. were just saying that like, oh, we know this from the narrations um, that Meredith does throughout Grey's. But like, I just feel mm-hmm. like there's always a lot of good lessons learned. And um, I was really, if you can't tell, I was really like holding on to like Cooper and um, Charlotte's relationship. Something about like that unconditional love idea was so beautiful to me like you know from like cooper forgiving her from cooper the connection now i'm making because of my notes i was just like how do i connect this from cooper forgiving her in episode 17 to him helping her forgive herself at the end of episode 18 and i was just like oh that's gorgeous and like you know and i love that they didn't rush it i love that they like you know split that up over two episodes. Yes. Um, because it's not like, it's not a linear thing. You don't go, from yeah. It's like, you know, I did this thing. Hope you forgive me. That person forgiving you. And then you just like, totally forgive you. Let's go get ice cream. Bye. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like, you have to still like go deal with yourself and be with yourself at the end of the day. So yeah, that was, that was yeah. my musings on the episodes as a whole. Something that was kind of a through line from both. But, yeah. Yeah. What do you foresee happening with them in the future, Cooper and Charlotte, are sharper? Oh, Charlotte's getting there, and I and I see her trying, and I, I feel like a lot of it is going to be dependent on her, dependent on how, how willing she is to, like, open up and fully accept Cooper's love. 
And I feel like if she's not able to do that, I don't I don't know how for how much longer Cooper's gonna be patient. And he let her know too. I like that he let her know that in the end of the first episode. He was like, I can look over this one, but the next one, it's not gonna be <laughs> it's not gonna be cute. Okay. So okay. yeah, that's what I think. But I, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. So Okay. Yeah. Okay. How about our um Violet Pete Sheldon situation? What do you foresee with that? Like you said, I think that Violet has to be a little bit more selfless, and I think she's moving towards it. I think the couples group therapy helped her have kind of like a self-awareness moment. Um, I feel like, though it seems like Sheldon is like in the running, right, as to like who she would like choose to have this life with for this baby, something tells me like something like the script is going to flip, and Pete's going to like step up. It's gonna be Pete and like Sheldon, the good guy, is gonna get his heart broken. I don't want to see that happen. But okay. That's what I. Okay. That's what I'm feeling. Do you have a feeling of who biologically the baby belongs to, or? As fate would have it, I feel like the baby's going to belong to Pete simply because Sheldon is like stepping up and like stepping up and doing what we would expect a father to do throughout the pregnancy, right? That's just me being like, you know, of course, the exact opposite of like what would be quote unquote right, which is like this good guy. Of course, who's yeah. Being here for Violet. I think the baby's gonna be Pete's. Okay. Okay. Anything about Sam, Naomi, or Addison to add? No, I'm interested to see how Sam and Naomi's relationship is going to be now that she's no longer with Archer. And he's no longer with Sonia. Now I feel like things are kind of like back to square one for them. So I don't know if they're going to try to reignite this flame for the second time post-divorce. Or if they're going to like really try to work on themselves by themselves. Okay. And we didn't see a lot of Dell, But any feelings on Dell or what's going to happen in Dell's future? I'm ready to see Dell like in love just because I feel like he's he has a lot of love to give um so I'm interested to see um if we have a love interest swing in you know deep down I want that love interest to be Naomi a little office bling but um but no I feel like I'm ready to see him like in a relationship and see how he navigates that and also to see like you know how how his career um progresses because I know that that's something that's really important to him and He's been working hard towards it and trying to prove himself in the office. So, Okay. My face right now is like <laughs> I just saw a pile of puppies and unicorns. and It's the smirk for me. <laughs> <laughs> you lit up. <laughs> you were like, he has so much love to give. And I was like, okay. He does. He does. Yeah. yeah. And it's genuine too, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you want to do your rating? Or no, who's your MVP? We'll do MVP first. Ooh, um, should I have two MVPs? That's fine. There's no rules here. MVP for... Actually, I'm going to do a blanket MVP. Just Great, yeah, that's what I did. That's very, um, I feel like, very telling from everything I've touched on. But my MVP is uh, Cooper. He stepped up as an advocate for Annie... And he laid laid down the law, but lovingly with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He really like 
like I said, went up major points in my book. Oh my gosh, what a journey from like episode one to now. Not yeah. the same man. Nope. I love it. I love it. My MVP is Addison okay. because she doesn't do the surgery on the Thompson baby. Right. She tells Nay about Archer and doesn't forgive him. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't pursue a relationship with Noah after she realizes who he is. And it would have been so easy for her to fall back into that cycle that she had been in. And she didn't. And I'm proud of her. Yeah. Absolutely. She did. Yeah. She did step up. Yeah. I'll do my rating first since you did your MVP first. My rating is a girl's trip because the men in this episodes are trash. Yeah. Besides Cooper and Del. Yeah. They're they're trash. And it just, you know, makes me want to be single forever. Mm Mm-hmm. Girl's trip. That's so funny because I – my rating and I feel like I cheated a little bit because there is couples therapy, but I guess my mind was like couples um, couples retreat. Um, okay yeah what's going on with all the couples <laughs> we have like what's going on with like sam um and and sonia what's going with what just went on i guess i should say with naomi and archer this affair that doesn't turn out to be an affair with addison and noah um okay am i missing anyone oh yeah i'm missing two more um Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Everyone. Just everyone. But yeah. yeah. It's like if they, I was like, they all really need their own little couples therapy. And then I just think vacation wise, because like the beach, you know, they need to like, yeah. like get away somewhere and like work these issues out for like a good week and come back yeah. and start fresh. Yeah. So yeah, but that includes, you know, Cooper, um, Cooper and Charlotte, Violet and Pete, Sheldon can come too. <laughs> the parents of the Thompson baby can attend as well. Yeah, they need to. Absolutely. They sure do. Yeah. I think those are all the couples. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. 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 Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at BHAB Podcast and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor to be the first to hear future episodes. You can find me on Instagram at, at Melissa Clark and on Twitter at, at Melissa with and you can follow me at Samantha G. Harris on all social media. If you'd like to support Beach Houses and Babies, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and sharing with a friend. It really helps others learn about us and join our community. You can also become a patron at patreon.com slash Podcast. On our next episode, we'll be discussing Private Practice Season 2, Episodes 19 and 20. They are available to stream on Netflix and Hulu and can be purchased on iTunes, Amazon, DVD, and more. If you have thoughts you'd like to share with us on these episodes, please DM us on Instagram at Podcast or email us at bhabpodcast at gmail.com to be featured on our listener mail segment. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. TGIT. Woo!